have any of you ever been in this scenario where you have time booked off work, right? What, like just time dedicated to taking a break and the whole function of that time is meant to be to like help you rest and recuperate and be like, you know, recharge to go back to doing the, the work stuff to make the monies to pay the bills and whatnot, right? And you have that time and you know that you have to do like organize something to do with that time off because if you don't you'll do the thing that you want to do when you wake up every morning and your alarm goes off and you realize you have to work you want to do fucking nothing you want to sit in your apartment or sit in your house and stay in your pjs and watch fucking netflix for days and for, like just for just like your body like attaches itself to the couch actually i don't even joke about that i read a story where that like a woman actually did that like she sat on the couch for years and her body fused with the couch i don't even want to think about it um so but yeah like you just you don't want to do stuff when you're on you're meant to be like relaxing right but if you have time off work you better take your opportunities and book like a holiday right because you have to you've got life is for the living if you don't grab your chances what are you gonna do you know so you go to like book a holiday and you find yourself just paralyzed by indecision because there's a lot riding on this if if you if you have a if you book a holiday and you have a bad time <gasps> Oh no, that's like the next six months of your working life like ruined because you didn't get rest and recharged when you were on your leave. So you better take your leave and split it in half because then if you have a bad first half of your leave, at least you can try and recuperate on the couch for the next half. <sighs> Welcome back to Gifted Gas Bag. My name's Mandy and this is a podcast where I apparently spiral about the privilege. <laughs> Sorry, about the privileged position of having time off work and the curse of having to book a holiday. <laughs> uh, it's, it's my podcast. I ramble about shit. Like, if you don't get the premise by now, go back and listen to episode one. You'll get it. So, um, <laughs> clearly I have time off work and I'm trying to think about what to do for um, my leave. I think I've kind of stuck myself. Do you ever, like, start making a plan in your head and then if someone changes, like a like your plans get derailed, it's kind of hard for you to switch off. I don't. I think. I mean, we know I'm probably some kind of flavor of neurodivergent, right? So, if I get an idea in my head about this is the way things are going to be, and then they change unexpectedly, it does kind of throw me for a loop for a little bit. So when I booked my time off work, I had a plan. I was like, I'm going to book this time because my plan is that I'm going to fly to Cairns and spend some time with my brother. And, um, like, he can show me around because he's living up there right now. And I booked the leave and, like, within a few days, um, situations changed and basically he's coming back down here and will not be there at the time that I'm on leave. Uh, in fact, no one I know <laughs> will be up there the time that I'm on leave. So does that mean I can't go to Cairns? No. But kind of 50% of the appeal was spending time with family, right? Um... And if I can't do that, I kind of, like, don't... There are other places I could go. And I'm just kind of like, where? I've got to be honest, like, my knee-jerk is to go to, like, my favourite place to go, which is Surface Paradise. I love Surface Paradise. There is a hotel 
that is not like a fancy ass hotel. It's just a little dive hotel, but it's cheap and it's close to everything. And I love staying at it. And because it's like a cheap dive hotel, they do not care if you like drink full glass bottles of grog in the pool. And I just, I love a place with that kind of energy. I'm a bogan. I grew up in a country town. So <laughs> I love the vibe. I don't like fancy places make me feel a little bit nervous. I'll be honest. Cause I feel like I'm not fancy enough for them. So a dive hotel does fine. Like a drive up motel suits me perfectly, you know, and it's really close and like the rails right there. So I can go anywhere, surfers and burly heads, just taking that light rail up and down. So my last, the last couple of holidays I've had where I've gone away by myself, not to spend time with family, but just to get away. I went to surfers. I went to surfers paradise because there was nothing better than waking up, going for a swim having some breakfast and then you go for a walk up Cavill Avenue, grab some stupid full of sugar Starbucks drink and then go for a freaking walk on the beach, take your shoes off, carry them in one hand and just get your feet in the sand, you know, and like, oh, that listen to the sound of the ocean. You can sit there and just kind of meditate and just think about nothing for as long as you want. And then, and then when you're done with that, you can be a giant fucking child and spend half the day at time zone playing stupid games and then if you wanted to there's a really nice tattoo place up there and I'm I've it's been a while since I've got a tattoo I've only got one but I would like another and I meant to get more so I could always go get another tattoo um you know like look I'm not saying I would but they do now have a fancy injectables place look, you might be thinking Mandy really Botox I I don't know that I want Botox I have always wanted, <laughs> look, I, I, okay, do you know who, if you've never, um, if you don't know who, no, Nikki Tutorial, she's like a YouTube beauty, anyway, she got her lips done, <laughs> bear with me, bear with me, I can hear you rolling your eyes, she got her lips done, but she talked about, like, she got them done once, and then she got them done a couple more times to get them bigger and bigger, the first time she got them done was just the top lip, and it was on the sides of the top lip to lift it out more because um, she has the same she had the same thing that I do, which is where your top lip is downturned at the corners, and it can drag your mouth down. So if you lift up like a little bit of filler on the inside of the lip, can lift it up very slightly and make your mouth look more even. I've always wanted to get that because um, you can get Juvederm and it uh, lasts like three to six months and if you don't like it, you can just get it dissolved and it's not like getting that full on stuff. And I would only get a very small amount. So maybe, you know, maybe I'd just be like, yeah, you know what, fill her up, baby. Um, put some stuff in my lips, life, you know, you only live once, right? Um, they have a casino up there. I'm not big into the gambling, but I do like poker. So maybe if there was a way to play poker for not ridiculous amounts of money, I could do that. I could, <sighs> I just, yeah, there's so much to do up there. You know, you can just get on the bloody light rail and go to SeaWorld if you so choose. You'd go anywhere you wanted. And um, yeah, anyway, so that's one of my favorite places to go. And part of me is just like, just go back there. But then I feel like I could go anywhere. Shouldn't I go somewhere I haven't been before? Like, you know, I'm like, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm having like a mini midlife crisis. I did only realize yesterday, by the way, that I'm about like, I'm going to be 35 this year. I don't know why this hadn't occurred to me. 
I think when you get older, you stop caring so much about how old you are and you don't really think about it in any significant way. Um, I definitely don't think about how old I am very, unless it's in relation to how young other people are when they don't know things or haven't heard of things. Oh, side note, I went to trivia uh, Tuesday night, you know, I love my trivia, and a lot of my friends are younger than me. And one of the questions was, how many Australian television networks has Neighbours aired on, and for an extra point, can you name them? And we were like, me and um, one of my other friends, they was like, we're pretty sure there's three. I reckon it was on Channel 10. It did get moved to Channel 7. And then I think they were showing reruns of the old Neighbours on, like, 11. And the other people at the table said, what's 11? We're like, sorry? They're like, what's, what's, a, what's 11? Like, it's a TV station when they went to digital from free to air like when they went to digital there's an extra channel 10 called 11 where they show extra stuff and they're like oh yeah i wouldn't know i don't think i've ever really watched it. i'm like do not tell me you've never watched commercial television i'm sure they have but they're just like not enough to know what tv networks are or the difference between them and that just hurts my brain your kids are never gonna know like if you've got kids uh, your kids are never going to know TV stations on TV channels. They'll know what streaming service everything's on. <laughs> like my niece, you know, when I see my niece, I'll be like, what do you want to watch? And she'll say, I don't know, Vampirina. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to watch that on. And she'll go, Netflix, they just know. They're so little and they know this stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I don't think about how old I am. And there was a TikTok that said... Um, this song turns 35 years old today, and it was Crowding Houses, Don't Dream It's Over. Beautiful song, love the song, came out the year I was born. <laughs> so it's turning 35, and I went, oh my god, I forgot I'm turning 35 this year. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, shouldn't I, while I'm young, you know, like, travel to places I haven't been? I will say I haven't, I haven't been around Australia very much. Um, I, w I was born in Victoria. Uh, this is, I'm literally going to list off. It will take no time at all to tell you where I've been in the world. Are you ready? I was born in Victoria in a very, very small country. Well, I was born in like a, a hospital, but then lived in a very small country town until I was 10. Then we moved to Southeast Queensland into another very, very small country town. Um, I moved to a city not too far from said small country town. Um... And it's not even a capital city. I just live in a city in, in Queensland. Um, I once flew to the Northern Territory. I was in Darwin for a week. I went to Bali with a friend <laughs> whose uh, honeymoon had been derailed by some issues with immigration. So she could go to Bali, but her husband couldn't. And the tickets were non-refundable. So I went to Bali with my friend. <laughs> And the reason that I was able to go was because I was the only friend with a passport because I have also been on two P&O South Pacific cruises. Two nearly identical South Pacific cruises. And you might be like, Mandy, why would you go on the same cruise twice? Well, the first one was intentional. The second one was, again, I had a passport and there was a non-refundable ticket and someone couldn't go. So I... <laughs> My grandmother wanted to do a holiday, um, but didn't want to travel by herself anymore. My gran has been, you know, like my gran's whole goal in life was to travel to as many places as she could. And she's been all over the world, like 
Her fridge is just a constellation of magnets from every different country in the world. It's pretty amazing. And she's got some wonderful stories. She, she actually kept journals from all of her trips, and she still has every single one of them. Uh, even She was even journaling when we were on our cruise. So one day I want to like type those up and maybe give them to her in a book, but that's going to be a whole thing. Um, so, uh, yeah. So yeah, she wanted to go on this, she was like, do you want to go on a cruise? And I was like, that sounds fun. And she's like, look, you know, you're young, I'll pay for your ticket. You'll come on the cruise with me and you'll just cover your expenses. So I went on the South Pacific cruise with my grandmother. Um, I needed to get a passport to go on the cruise because there were like five stops uh, at Numea, Lifu, uh, Port Vila, Vanuatu, um, Isle of Pines and Mystery Island. I think that's the five originally that we went on. And then the second cruise was almost identical, except one of the islands got switched out because there was apparently a military coup. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so the reason I went on the second cruise was this was years later. My grand wanted to do the same thing for my niece, you know, another one of her grandchildren and said, right, I'm booking the cruise first. You'll get your passport. We'll go on the cruise. And then she just simply never got a passport. I, I don't know what happened. She couldn't arrange it, couldn't organize the passport. And it got to the point where the tickets were non-refundable and my grand was like, I really don't want to have to cancel this. I was looking forward to it. You are the only other person I know with a passport who can get the time to go. So I said, okay, and we did the cruise again. <laughs> oh dear. And it was it was fun. It was good to go on I I yeah. Did I spend two days at sea horrifically seasick? Yes. But it was a hundred percent worth it. Um I still I'm kinda glad I did that because honestly a cruise is such a handy, kinda lazy holiday. You know, like, all you're doing is booking, like, the hotel, basically, except the hotel takes you to all your destinations. You don't need to get on multiple planes. It's just, like, your hotel moves around to go to all these different countries and locations. Um, like, it's all one big package. Food and drinks is all lumped in with your expenses. Everything's duty-free when you're at the ocean. No drinks, like, no alcoholic drinks are half nips. They're like, oh, once you get out into the open sea, they are out to poison, like, alcohol poison you. It's crazy. Um, and the ocean's around you all the time, and you'd think, I think a lot of people think that the on, the on the ocean days, where you're not actually stopping anywhere, you're just on the ocean, are boring. Absolutely not. There are so many frigging things to do, and these cruise ships are mini cities. There's like full shopping centers inside these cities. It's insane. Um, yeah, so there was, we literally couldn't do all the fun activities there were to do on the uh, ocean days, which was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, that is a comprehensive list of everywhere I've ever been in my entire life. I have never seen snow. I have never been to any country uh, other than like those countries on the South Pacific cruise and Indonesia, obviously for Bali. Um, and the Bali trip was a whole other story. Uh, it was good. It was just like we were there during an eclipse. Um, the new year, which meant locking down the entire, the entire country goes into a lockdown where you're not allowed outdoors and the city's patrolled by just military police. Uh, it's absolutely, yeah, I'll have to tell that story another day because that was absolutely insane. Um, but, <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was a fun little sort of holiday away. It was very nice. Uh, but that's, yeah, 
apart from that, like I've been to, you know, the coast a few times to visit. Mostly the places we went when I was young, I was younger were like relatives' houses. You know, like if my my cousin my cousins and aunt lived at the coast, we would go to the coast and visit them and stay with them. And sometimes we'd go you know, like attractions, but for the most part it was just about, you know, like finding a nice beach and having a picnic as a family. You know, that was all we ever really needed. Um, so yeah, I don't know where to go. Do I just stick to my comfort zone and go where I know, <laughs> where everybody knows your name? That's a lie. No one at the coast knows my name. But um, here's the thing, right? I now know some people in Melbourne and have been offered somewhere to stay if I were to travel to Melbourne. And it would be lovely. Melbourne is a very expensive, interesting place to be in and kind of get around. But I've also, I, I think I went to Melbourne once when I was very little and I don't remember a lot of it. So, oh, no, wait, did we go? Anyway, yeah, I mean, when I was in Victoria, um, I think there were a couple of trips to Melbourne uh, and I did have to go through Sydney. I've seen Sydney once. Actually, apparently I lived there when I was a very small, small, small child in Sydney, but I was too young to remember it. Um, and I did have to go, we landed in Sydney to get the cruise because we, we um, picked one that left from Sydney. So we like flew to Sydney and went straight to the, the ferry terminal and left from there. But anyway, so I would like, I've never done much exploring in Melbourne. I would love to kind of see the place. I know that a lot of like, I see a lot of TikToks from creators that are down there and like they're talking about all these amazing places and I'm just like, oh my God, Melbourne seems so freaking cool. So I kind of want to go, but it's, yeah, I've also never been, so it's kind of scary. Would it be weird? I gotta, I gotta mention, the person that's offered to let me stay with them would also be working at the time that I would be staying with them because they're a co-worker. And I feel like it'd be weird to be like, <laughs> is that is that weird? <laughs> to just be like, morning, all right, well, you go to work at the job that I'm not working at right now because I'm technically on holiday and I'm just going to go out and about for the day. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know. I do not know. <sighs> I'll think about it. Actually, you know what I should do is probably check prices of flights. I have no idea how much it would cost to fly to Melbourne. I don't really do the plane thing very much. That's a whole other thing. Um, I'm like a little kid on a plane because I'm just like, oh, we're flying. Is everyone else feeling this? We're moving. Guys, we're moving. <laughs> I'm such a bloody country bumpkin with some things. It took me ages to get used to escalators. You know, the stair escalators. I still fucking hate them. I think I've talked about it in a TikTok before. I didn't, I was, as a kid, they were just not around in small towns. So I didn't trust them. I still don't trust them. They still make me kind of nervy. Um, those travelators, though, that they have at the airports, where you stand on them and they don't go up or down. They just move you along so you don't have to walk. Those are weird. <laughs> I feel weird getting on them. <laughs> those are strange. Some weird, yeah, kind of like a fish out of water. Maybe that's kind of why I'm a little bit nervy about being in Melbourne too. Like the coast I get because it's mostly just beach and shops. And, you know, like just 
it's it's chill. Like beach markets, love that. It's it's more of like a you don't have to be fancy to get by at the coast. You're just like there to have a holiday. Everyone's pretty chill and relaxed and dressed down. Melbourne, from what I gather, strikes me as a bit more of a fancy pants place. And I don't know that I would fit in. <laughs> is that a weird thing to worry about? I don't know. People in Melbourne are very, like, effortlessly cool. And very stylish without even realising that they're, you know, like, that they're doing it. I, pff, bitch, I need to, like, get a new wardrobe. My clothes are so jank sometimes. <laughs> I have some nice clothes, that's not true. But I'm also the person that occasionally just, like... I'll wait for my very last bra underwire to go before I'll buy new ones because it's just such a painful fucking exercise. Ugh. Anyway. Um, oh my god, I've been ranting about holidays for 20 minutes. Anywho, uh, what else has been going on? <sighs> Life is really dumping on everyone uh, right now. And it's not fun, and it's not good, and it's not fair. I was talking to someone earlier tonight about how incredibly unfair life sometimes is. And we want to assign, I, was, I can't remember if I was reading this or I was talking to someone about it, but I remember, no, it was something I read, how if, oh, it was, it was this thing I was reading about um, like depression and seasonal depression and all that stuff. Like, oh, this is not going to be a bummer, I promise. When you feel bad, when your body feels, you know, like you feel run down and kind of tired and kind of emotionally frayed, your body just goes like, oh, we feel bad right now. We feel not good. What's the reason? And your mind will start looking for causes. Like, what, what caused us to feel this way so that we can avoid it? And you'll be running through any negative thing in your head to try and justify why you feel bad. Like, okay, we're feeling, our body's feeling weary and tired and we're feeling sad right now. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that, that argument I had with that friend. Maybe it's that bit of work I've been ignoring. Maybe it's that, um, you know, I haven't put the dishes away. Maybe it's... <clears throat> and suddenly without... Sorry, I had to hiccup. Without meaning to, just being generally run down. Like, it doesn't always have to have a reason. That's not how people work. But just your mind trying to justify why you don't feel physically good has suddenly turned you into a negative focused person in order to find a root cause for that bad feeling and protect you. And it can be wrong. You know, sometimes you'll feel like absolute garbage and just be like, oh, I feel like such crap. I feel terrible. And it's because of all these things. And you'll like list off all this negative stuff in your head that you just have ready to go because your brain's been looking for it. But when you feel good... <laughs> When you feel happy and content, your mind doesn't need to look for a reason, it just enjoys it. When you get a good serotonin or dopamine hit, your brain's not like, this made it, you know, like, well, I suppose serotonin and dopamine hits is the S. But if you're just content, if you don't feel bad, but you don't feel, like, ridiculously overjoyed or whatever, if you just feel okay, your brain's not looking for a reason why. So you may not look at it, you know, like... It, it's that thing of, like, your mind's not meant to keep you happy, your mind's meant to keep you alive. So sometimes it, it can be easy to ignore the things that we should be grateful for because they keep us okay. And whether that's the family and friends we have around us, whether it's... It's that even if some people in your life are not, like, pillars of strength for you, if you were to call them and say, I'm not okay, they would drop anything they were doing to help you. 
you know it's appreciating that those people are there it's it's appreciating the things that haven't gone wrong it's appreciating just that you have a roof over your head and air in your lungs and that you can sleep at night without worrying where your next you know meal next bit of shelter next bit of safety and security is coming from um and a lot of people also don't have those things right now so it's kind of good to be grateful for them um i swear to god practicing gratitude can help you feel better thinking about the stuff you don't have will only ever make you focus on what you don't have like it's such a simple thing and i've really been thinking about that lately because as bad as sometimes I may feel physically, mentally, I do have an awful lot of things to be grateful for. And there is so much worse that could be happening. Now, this doesn't mean that my, the way I feel isn't valid. It definitely is. If you feel bad, if you feel cruddy and terrible right now, I'm not saying that you don't have a good reason because that's bullshit. There's a lot going on and everyone is justified in feeling the way that they feel. I'm just saying that a way to kind of help alleviate that can be to think, all right, I, right now things suck and I feel terrible. What are the things at least I don't have to worry about? Let me just think about those for a minute. I used to do it with this, this friend in a car. Um, me and my friend used to carpool to work, and this was years ago when uh, I lived with this friend. We would carpool to work and we were both really stressed and... We started this thing where at the end of every work day on the trip back home from work, we would do something called positive post-reflection, which is where you try and think of three good things. Just if you can just think of three things to be grateful for. It takes you out of that headspace of constantly thinking about what's wrong. And there's we're being bombarded with all this like, there's so much bad shit happening, guys. And... I, I recognize that some of you may be like literally waist deep in that crap right now because yay rain and you're feeling like panicked and you're constantly having to check to like make sure that you know what's the next bad thing what's the next bad thing but if if you are finding that you can't enjoy your free time if you can't put the phone down and re-engage because your mind's still racing if you're having trouble sleeping at night because you can't keep your mind away from those things all I'm saying is it's been really helping me to take a deep breath and think of three things that I can at least be happy about for the day. Even if that's just something that didn't go wrong, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I think one of mine a couple of nights ago was I took a deep breath and went, <sighs> okay, three positive things. Well, my car didn't break down today and that's, Sounds friggin' terrible, but a friend's car broke down and it was like raining and it was miserable for them and I felt really bad for them. So it was like, I can be grateful at least that I didn't have to deal with that. And that's one thing in the in the plus book. Um, in fact, let's do it, you know, I'll, I'll do it with you because um, I'm going to head to bed soon. It's actually quarter to one in the morning. Jesus Christ. This is not good. Um, this is, yeah, I need to not obsess about the holiday thing. So I'm just not gonna and it will come to me. And I'll either book something or not book something, and that will be totally fine. All right. <clears throat> Deep breath first, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Letting all the tension go. Okay. Three good things about today. The first good thing is that I called my mum 
and had a really good chat with her. It was good to talk to her. It was good to kind of joke with her and laugh with her about stuff. And it was good to to tell her, um, yeah, like to talk to her about things that aren't necessarily positive and have her be able to hear them without trying to fix the problem. That's a definite plus. Um, our communication's getting a lot better. In fact, my communication with bloody everyone is getting a lot better. Therapists, man, what are they doing to me? <clears throat> Second thing, um, something else to be grateful for. Something else today to be grateful for. I can be grateful that... Ooh, um, I can be grateful that today I... Um, developed a deep appreciation for the genius that is the lyric writing ability of Miss Taylor Swift. Um, and that sounds it's if it sounds sarcastic, it's not. Holy shit. I know Taylor Swift is good. Everyone on the planet knows Taylor Swift is good. Um, if you have been living under a rock, hi, Taylor Swift is really good. You should probably listen to her music. And, like, properly listen? Because she's got a lot of pop songs, and they're really good. But I've been working my way through her albums uh, again, and Folklore this time has grabbed me by the throat and I can't stop listening to it. Um, the song I can't stop listening to today... Probably... No, you know what? There's not one song. The whole album is just really freaking good. August is good. Uh, the One is really good. My, uh, My Tears Ricochet is bloody genius. Is so well written. Um, and Betty is good. Ooh, but, uh, This Is Me Trying made me cry. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> I can be grateful that I had that kind of music. What do they call that? Um, musical catharsis. That's the word for it. Catharsis, I think, is where you, like, get the feelings out without it being landing on anything real. Just, like, exercising the emotion demons or something. Uh, so there you go. That's the second thing. I can be grateful for the lyric genius of Miss Taylor Swift. <clears throat> and the third thing for today that I can be grateful for is the connections I've been able to make with my friends and how grateful I am for my friends every freaking day. Um, even just checking in with people and letting people know I love them and I hope they're okay having friends pop in to check on me and be like, hey, shit's terrible, I love you, hope you're okay. That's, I'm definitely grateful for that today. So there you go. So there's my three. I hope that can help you. If you're thinking of like the three things you can be really grateful for, it can be, it can be anything, small or massive. It can be like as big as, you know, the love of my child. And it can be as small as today, there were a lot of chocolate chips in my chocolate chip cookie and I was fucking stoked on it. Whatever it is, just try and think of three good things about your day and then tie a bow around it and put it aside because tomorrow's, tomorrow's got endless possibilities. So, <sighs> hope you guys are feeling good and take care of yourselves, please. Love you guys. Take care of each other. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.